Disclaimer, in this podcast, we might use some three, four, five letter bad words, like maybe fuck, possibly even shit. butthole. Not a bad word. <laughs> I love it. I'm gonna. That's so. That's the most innocent bad word you could throw in. So, just so everybody knows, uh, you've been warned, and on with the show. Hey everyone, I'm Melissa Johnstone, and I'm Dwayne Larson. And welcome back to Filters Removed. We, uh, we're a podcast where we talk about funny shit that's happened uh, to photographers or at their shoots or just generally hilarious things surrounding our funny lives. And, and, some, and you know, me and Mel have both been doing this for a very long time. We've seen a lot of things. Yeah. We haven't seen, seen everything. Things. So that's why we want your stories. And we've got we've got a couple good ones today. We've got a few good ones today. Maybe not just a couple, but we got a few. Um, but right off the top, if you have an interesting or funny or cringy story, because if you listen to last week's podcast, that is it it, it just seriously just gave me goosebumps how cringy and gross <laughs> and like I, I kind of want to Yeah, that to, took a turn for sure. Ooh, it's go back and listen to last week's episode two. Go check it out because it's, oh shit, it's a doozy. Yeah, that's a gooder. <laughs> nope. um, yeah, we get, we're, we're getting some good ones. So keep sending them in, please. And you can, you can submit through our socials at uh, just, just type in filters removed into Instagram or Facebook. We don't have the Twitters because we don't have the Twitter. We don't, we don't know. We're lucky we know what the internets are. At least me, I'm old grumpy the interwebs the interwebs the googles um or uh we're on all the all the streaming platforms hopefully by the time this comes out we will be on itunes but we'll be on itunes by then for heaven's sakes it's getting there um (laughs) they just take forever but it's on google play it is on spotify any of the anything just just type in filters removed you'll see it and subscribe and listen and tell your friends about us Tell all your friends. Um, I kind of, I, I feel like I sound like shit today. I had the shittiest sleep last night. We're training my two-year-old to sleep in a big girl bed. And we're also potty training her at the Ooh. same time. And I am so tired. I know you're not a parent and you're like, whatever. But I, I feel like I'm slurring my words. Like, I feel like I've had six martinis because I'm so tired. But I can't, I don't know. I'm not a nap person. Like, are you no, a nap person? I, I also I can't. Also, I know it's probably not martinis. It's probably, you know, afternoon wines, but whatever. There's no judgment no, here. No, I've, I've had probably, everyone thinks I drink so much coffee. I, I seriously will have two cups of coffee, but like the second one is reheated like seven times. So I'm just slowly slipping, sipping. I'm not slipping. Uh, I'm not slipping anything into my drink, my own drink. I am sipping. <laughs> You're roofing yourself. <laughs> Apparently I've roofied myself. No, but it's just that, that feeling of fatigue that I feel like all, I, sh- I, I don't want to keep like discounting other people other than parents. I feel like parents for sure know that feeling of like, you're so sleep deprived mm-hmm. that you're, you feel drunk. And I haven't felt that in a long time because my kids are awesome sleepers, but yeah, even just being up like in the middle of the night once for like an hour, I just, I'm not used to it anymore. <laughs> I just, I feel like I have a newborn again. I'm like, Oh God. I'm, I am. I am very much like you also. Um, 
with the naps. I can't nap. Um, generally what I do is, you know, I just push through it. I can't have, it seems like the older I get, I can't have, especially good coffee. Like if you head to, um, one of the local coffee shops, even Starbucks, which is, is, is fine. Um, not great coffee, especially if you've been to places like Tom Bargain or Cafe Postal. Oh, or stuff I like miss that. Tom Bargain lattes but so I can't, much. I can't have that too late in the afternoon. <clears throat> yeah, there it is. Oh. Um, um, because <laughs> I'll, I'll be wired through the night and then I just have a shitty, re- and then you have a restless shitty sleep. sleep. But I, yeah. can't, I can't nap. I, I just push through it and then I catch my second or third wind. The only caveat to that is when I can nap is when I'm like somewhere down South in a warm spot. And then I, Oh, and you're laying on the beach or something or I, I, I on the beach. I like to no, I can also, I don't like to be, if I'm on the beach, I like shade. So, me <laughs> so you a- don't wake up red on one side and white. Hell on the other. no. So me and April have this push and pull when we go somewhere. If we're going to the beach, which I'm fine with, but I need shade. She wants sun so she can yeah. bake. But it's like, also, I think it's because, you know, you maybe have a few mimosas in the morning with supper or breakfast. And then yeah. you have a few mid-afternoon beers or drinks. And by a few, I mean like maybe four or five. And then about two or three, I get a little tired and I go and have a nap and feel refreshed. And then I, the rest of the day. But if I do that here, I wake up grumpy and irritable and bitchy. Oh, it's the worst when it's, uh, we're complaining about naps. Is it like we're horrible people, but I always, if I nap, it has to be three hours. So that's a problem. Mm-hmm. And when I wake up, I am so confused and my head is just pounding. And I, I've always had the weirdest fucking dreams, like just like the most like cinematic, like I've just been in a movie and I'm exhausted from my dream. Like I'm so tired from my dream that I'm just like, oh, is it night? Can I go back to sleep? And if it's winter time, it's probably dark out mm-hmm. and you wake up and it's like 4.30, but it's like, you feel like it's midnight and you're like, where am I? What, what just happened? Oh, it's, anyways, and naps. Also, Can't do it. um, if you listen to, again, last week's podcast, I was talking about how I go on my my old man walks, which has been yeah. something that I'm, I don't want to say it's a lifesaver for me, but it's been very good to, to get out to do something. Even when it's minus 40, I layer up, I, I throw a bunch of stuff on and I try to do around a five mile walk because I can't, I won't run in winter because I don't want to hurt myself because I will. But that's when I do a lot of <laughs> thinking and I do thinking for this podcast and I don't know if this has happened to you, Mel. I'm sure it has. Um, But as I was on my old man walk, I got thinking about how, you know, and this definitely pertains to, to, to females more so than guys, at least from my perspective. But have you ever been hit on while you're shooting a wedding by like a guest or a best man? And I'll give you, I'll give you a second to think, cause I mean, you know, it's been years, so I'm sure it's, you may have forgot, but it's happened to There's, me, I think a couple you, times. Okay. Are you talking about you have been hit on by the best yes. man? No, no. Oh God. That would be <laughs> wonderful. 
because that would be actually I've, I've been hit on by a few men how with, flattered would you i would be so flattered if a if the, a female hit on me at a wedding well i'd be super flattered i mean one of the and i mean i've probably been flirted by with guys um before but one of the first times we were in um club 200 here in winnipeg which is a local uh gay bar and it was great the ladies were up dancing because i don't dance i was at the table watching the purses and the drinks because that's my job because i'm not dancing i'm ugh, you don't want to see me dance that's an important role you need you need someone to watch the purses and the drinks yeah and if i'm if i'm dancing i'm probably blackout drunk but anyway um this nice person came up and he hit on me i should say they hit on me i don't know how they yeah yeah. be whatever i got you Um, i got you but they came up and hit on me and they tried to get me up and dancing and he actually like played with my beard once and i'm like i'm like don't touch me because i don't care if you're a man a woman and actually a new uh pronoun i heard today was per like per you're just a person just per yeah okay okay yeah so i'm like okay. okay i don't care who you are don't fucking play with my beard. If I don't know you, don't touch it. I wouldn't touch you like that. So don't touch me like that. No. Do you know what, for me, that the equal for me to touching your beard, the thing that gives me the no feeling the most, I feel like every girl is going to understand this. And I haven't had it in a very long time, but back in the days of like, you know, going to the bar to dance with your girlfriends or whatever. And I was pretty much always in a relationship. So I was never looking ever to hook up at a bar. I don't think like I was always there just to have fun with my friends, but guys would come up to you and they would put their arm around you and not around your shoulder. They would put it kind of around your waist so that their Mm. hand is like, on your waist like kind of like you know love handle-ish area like waist and it's the most intimate spot like for me that's not a private place that you can touch a woman like it's a very personal like it just feels like no one's allowed to touch me there other than my husband Mm -hmm. do you know what I mean like I don't like not that I had a husband at the time but do you know what I mean like I would feel very strange so yeah if any yeah inappropriate touching is not cool I don't know that I've been hit on like super obviously Mm -hmm. at weddings, but it's a lot of little micro things, like little things that they'll say, like not huge, uh, you know, things that would make a nice, funny story, but it's more like little offside comments, like here and there while you're shooting. Mm -hmm. But I mean, I am getting older and I probably have more of like, uh, my, my demeanor has probably changed a little bit. I'm much more confident than I would have been like seven years ago shooting. So I don't know. Maybe I, maybe the respect level has changed. I don't know. I, I mean, yeah, it's, I've I've only been hit on. And I mean, I'm super oblivious to this. Even if I was single, I basically need someone to come and slap me in the face and be like, we're going to do it. Like this is me and you, I'm interested. Like like I've got to be sledgehammered over the head to really notice it, especially if I'm out and with, friends because I'm out with friends. I'm having fun. I'm not interested in hooking up with anyone. I'm there with my buddies. I'm partying, but there's this one wedding in particular and it was one of the bridesmaids and she was super flirty, which I'm a very flirty guy. Um, when I'm shooting because I like to make everyone feel good, not like gross flirty, but like fun, happy, you know, that kind of thing. I'm never going to go over the line with anybody ever. Maybe grandma's, 
grandma you're being play you're being playful i know I'm, exactly what you mean you're I'm being, being playful. very flattering especially yeah like with moms and grandmas man I oh will yeah on, i will hit on your mom and grandma to get them to smile and they will love me by the end of the night because i love those ladies and even grandpas and gra dads like whatever it's it's fun and they're usually the hardest to crack because they don't want photos of them so if you like tell yeah. grandma that she's young and beautiful and she's like oh you i love it so but there's this one woman in particular one of the bridesmaids that was very it's called attentive to me <laughs> and like always like kind of coming around and talking to me and then she even like kind of walked me out to the uh my car and like helped me carry stuff because i had a lot of stuff and i'm like oh boy obviously i just went home and that was the end of that but that got me thinking. I was like, if I was single, would I have done it? Oh. And I've, I've had this conversation with April, who's, who is my partner. And she actually asked me, she's like, well, would you? Like, if you were single, would you have, like, hooked up with her yeah. or whatever? And I'm like, no. And she's like, how come? I'm like, number one, she was pretty drunk. Like, not, like, falling over yeah. blackout drunk. But she had been drinking. I had nothing. So that's, that is a super not cool thing to do. I don't care who the fuck you are. Don't do it. <laughs> yeah. Number two. And she laughed when I said this, I'm like, I don't shit where I eat <laughs> because Winnipeg's too small. If you get, it that, is so small. If you get that like, name, you gotta be so careful. And I know there's maybe a few photographers in the city that have maybe hooked up with somebody at a wedding. I don't know if they yeah. have, but I've heard stories um, yeah, I don't want to become that person that it's like, oh, well, he'll sleep with whoever yeah. at the weddings. Cause it's like, I I'd rather I'm, I'm a professional. I want to do a professional job. If you want to hang out three or four or five days after the wedding. Yeah. Just get their number. Definitely. We'll hang out, but yep. Not going to shit where I eat. No, people are getting swept up in the, in the moment of drunkenness mm -hmm. and or not their drunk, but their uh, the other people's drunkenness. Yeah, I really enjoy watching. Like, there's something about watching uh, the party at the wedding where you're completely sober. Yep, and everyone else is just like five sheets to the wind, and it's so fun. Like, I I really enjoy. And you're so tired by that point because you've usually been shooting for ten to twelve hours. Mm -hmm. And they're always like, "Stay" or whatever, and you're like, "I'm literally my eyes are closing right now," but there's the energy of the dance floor at so many weddings. Like it just makes me so happy. And I love getting on the dance floor with my wide lens and just giving her like, I love yeah. that energy so much. Have you ever, okay, this is just coming up, coming to me right now, but have you ever walked into a fart on the dance floor? Oh. <laughs> Cause I have walked into really nasty farts, like maybe two or three times in these 10 years. And I'm always like, Oh my God, someone's going to think it's me. <laughs> I, Cause I, it's just like, they just had a huge insane meal. Yeah. Right. And they're drinking so much. Their stomachs are like probably have the worst gut rot mm -hmm. ever. There's probably people that are lactose intolerant and was like, I'm just going to indulge tonight. And they're just farting up a storm on the D floor. And yeah. I walk into that fart and I'm just like, for sure I'm going to get blamed for this because I'm standing right here. Yeah, especially when it's on and, the dance floor and you can't, because usually you don't want to fart anywhere where people will hear you. <laughs> you and it's know. like loud, the music's pumping, no one's you ever going to hear You can let it rip. You. No yeah. one's going to know it was you. I, I don't so, think, I've, no, I don't think I have. 
thankfully. I don't want to. I have definitely, though, I have definitely crop dusted some folks because, <laughs> you know, just like you said, it's like I just had a good meal. I, I generally oh. will try to go like away from everybody. But yeah, sometimes. Yeah, you don't floor. you don't want anyone to know. Yeah, no. I know. Yeah. And then you just shit your pants and kind of move away. And then I've never kind of noticed people like turning and looking at other guests trying to figure out who it was. But. Oh my God. I definitely had like a long time ago one wedding where like right after dinner, the speeches were starting and I looked over, like I, I shot the first speech and I looked at my second shooter. I was like, you got this right. And she's like, yeah, I'm good. I'm like, I will be back as soon as I can. And I ran to the washroom. I was like, I can't, I don't know how long I'm going to be gone for. Like, I was just like, it was one of those moments where I'm like, oh shit. Like, and then I was fine. Yeah. Oh shit. Like literally, oh shit. Yeah. But um, I mean, we, we could get yeah, into crop dusting people. I'm sure it's happened. I don't it... have any moment where I was like, Ooh, I'm going to fart by these guys over here. These. <laughs> and I mean, I never, you know, it didn't intend to happen. It's just kind of one of those things where it's like, and then get out of there because it just get the get I, the I, hell out yeah, of Dodge. Didn't have time. Um, oh but I feel God. like we could go a you, whole show on just bodily functions. Guys, send us your yes. crop dusting stories. Or please. I mean, even even before that, when I we want to hear about your farts at weddings. And I want to hear about um, either if it's photographers or if you're listening to this and you're not a photographer, and you've either you know you've seen it because like you said before when when you're sober and you're watching all the drunk people sometimes there's that dynamic of like you know the best man or the maid of honor or one of the bridesmaids or groomsmen is the single one and you know they're out on the prowl to try to find you know you've watched wedding crashers they're you know the hormones, the, the, the emotions, everything are going. So someone, <laughs> the hormones of these full grown, someone, someone yeah. wants to hook up. So, I mean, if you're yeah. a guest or a photographer and you've seen kind of that soap opera play out in front of you, where either someone's hit on you or you've seen the best man go after the whoever, or the bridesmaid go after whoever, send us those stories too, because that is hilarious. Um, a local wedding venue. I remember hearing like just hearsay um, while I was at a wedding, actually, they were saying that like, cause this wedding was going to happen at this said venue. And I guess the venue coordinator had told them like last night they had a bit of an emergency. The alarm had gone off in the venue. So in the middle of the night, like, like three in the morning, like, and this venue was out of town. So it's kind of a big deal. Like, so like, police come to investigate or whatever. And it was, it was like the best man and the maid of honor had like snuck into the back and the whole place shut down. So they locked up oh. and I guess they were like doing it and just having their own little party there and set off the alarms. That's I'm not making this up at all. This really happened. That's awesome. Yet so <laughs> I, embarrassing. I if you get I caught. can't remember how long it was ago, but yeah, it's at a, it's at a venue that I really like. <laughs> And I was like, oh my gosh, I remember seeing the, uh, I saw the venue coordinator that day and I was like, I heard about last night, OMG, you know, like, and he just kind of, he just kind of laughed. He couldn't really say anything because he was in front of people, but yeah. Um, I was like, I guess you've been up for a while. (laughs) So on this week's episode, um, you know, if you've listened to the past two episodes, me and Mel both come in with a story or two that we, we 
talk about, we read that has been submitted by you lovely folks, our, our listeners. Uh, I'm going to start this week's um, story. This is my story, I guess, that got submitted. And so I hope you're ready for this. It's nothing. Eh, I'll let you be, you know, you be the judge and what you think. How about her? So, so that this was submitted by a listener. So this is not my story, but I heard it from a driver while taking a lift. He said that at one, one of his previous jobs, he had been a photographer until this experience had caused him to put down the camera and he hasn't really picked one up again since. Which, oh, shit. Sidebar, hate getting stuck at the table with Auntie Ellen or Uncle George that used to be a photographer and will talk your goddamn ear off about everything. That's my, that's my sidebar. Hate it. <laughs> Just, I feel, I feel like that happens almost. Yeah. Every wedding. You got you got to enjoy their enthusiasm. It's, you no, know, it's true. Or it's they're like, finally, someone I can talk to about photography. And you're like, I just want to eat my dinner. It's even it's even worse when you get like stuck at the, the ta- table seven with all the mutants. And you, oh, no, you know, the table you've watched the wedding singer. There's there's the mutants at table seven or table, whatever. Oh, uh, yes. Um, I always love trying to find that wedding or that that table at a wedding and just it's, shoot. It's, keep shooting oh, them. It's so good. Um, anyway, he was shooting a wedding and had, and had the couple off to the side doing some different poses. He thought he had managed to get one really good shot with a smile from the bride, but worried that she might've blinked. This was before digital. So he couldn't chimp to chair to verify, which I, I mean, I do, but I don't look at every single photo I take. I don't know how you do it, Mel. Like Uh, if I was, if I was worried about it, I would look back, but I, I mean, yeah. For, the, for the most part, I shoot, I get it, I look at it, I'm like, exposure's good. I'm just going to keep rattling off until I change lighting yeah. scenarios. Well, you're um, watching your meter, you're, you're yeah. fine. Or sometimes I'm not and just, you know. Yeah, it, whatever. Whatever. Um, and then you fix it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, he asked him to go back and do that pose again so he could just make sure he got it right in camera because it was going to be a good one. All of a sudden, the groom lost it, and he started yelling at the bride, complaining that she never did anything right and was always wasting his time. Oh. <laughs> oh. Okay. This is, yep. And then it was, oh, sorry. And it was because of her that he wasn't able to be hanging out with his buddies right now. Oh, boy. <laughs> my, my face, my, <laughs> oh. my face right now, I'm just like, my jaw is dropping to the floor. I've get an annulment immediately. Yes. I I shot an engagement session where apparently the couple had a huge fight just before the the engagement session. And I got told this after afterwards. And she's like, you did such a good job that you would have never known that we were both pissed off each other. And I'm like, Oh yeah, well that's nice, but okay. (laughs) So I said, wow, this is a pretty tough situation. I can imagine why you, might not want to shoot weddings after something like that. But it was, but his story was not yet finished. I'm not a violent man, he said. And I started to get worried because that's not an encouraging beginning to any <laughs> sentence. Oh, no. <laughs> but then I set my camera down and put the guy against the wall. And I had him no. by the throat and told him that if he ever hurt her, I would put him down. And since then, I haven't been a photographer. Oh. Well, I did not. Oh, that... That took a turn I wasn't it, expecting. No, I mean, it, <clears throat> I don't know what I, I, I feel very torn in that situation because it's like, I've, I've definitely shot engagement sessions and weddings where 
I'm going to say nine times out of 10, the guy is not that into it. They play nice. They do. They want the photos. Okay, maybe not nine times. 50-50. You know, the guys are done. They're done. And you can see it in their face and they're just finished getting their photos taken. Whereas like the bride is still, even if she's done, she can put on a great poker face and keep pushing through. Yeah, but you can still be like, oh, I'm kind of, you know, I'm like, I get it. Being a model is is hard and it takes some yes. ener- a little bit of energy to like do that. But like, doesn't mean you have to be an asshole. No, but I also don't know, like if something like that happened, I don't know what I would say or if I would say anything. Cause like if they're willing to say that in front of me, who doesn't know them, I'm at, at that point, kind of a stranger. They maybe know we've had some interaction, but like, is this person going home to like beatings or more abuse? Like, Oof, Oh yeah. It's that's, that's one tough situation. Um, yeah, man. And then they just ended it up with, uh, well, I did not ask too many more probing questions on that topic. <laughs> he sure seemed like a nice guy, but he did have one doozy of a photographer horror or photography horror story. Yeah. That's one of those little microaggression things that you're just like, mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, good for him. Maybe he had a reason to jump in. Maybe he had been, maybe he had like was close to someone who mm-hmm. was abused. Like who knows? Like, yeah. Yeah, I can't say I would react that way, but I would not be impressed. I no. I don't know if I've ever had a, a client like that that was that much of a D-bag, you know? Yeah, like I met, I meet even at that point, oh, I don't know what I do. Like I've, I've done weddings with, and usually I'm with the guys if I'm second shooting and they've done, said little things or done little things. I'm kind of like... Oh, why did you just drop that like F bomb and not fuck, you know, (laughs) if you don't know which F bomb figure it out, it's not that hard, but I'm like, I'm, I'm comfortable you saying that word or the R word. And I'm just like, don't there's, yeah. Can you not? But is it my place to say something or I generally just, especially when you, you know, you shoot some of the not saying smaller towns are very like always the one to blame, but you know, you, you deal with more rural folks and they use certain vernacular that is not cool, but I just kind of keep shooting and whatever. Maybe I shouldn't. I I That's, that's really hard. Cause like you, you want to have these strong moral values, but you're, you're at this place and you're there to do a job and it might not even be the person that you're shooting. It might just be one of their friends. And like, are you really going to stop what you're doing and Mm -hmm. like stand up for social justice? Like maybe you, maybe you could, or maybe you're like, this is not the time and place. Like that's tough. That's really tough. We're getting political, but here, (laughs) especially when you're working, that's, that's the hard part is like, yeah, well, I, you know what I good for him. He did what he felt like he needed Mm -hmm. to do. I mean, (laughs) yeah, it's, it's a tough one. So yeah, that, that was my story. Thank you for, to whoever submitted that. It, it was, whew, she's a, she's a doozy. <laughs> Here, I've got a, I've got a more, I guess, more lighthearted one from a Facebook submission. And it's a short one, but it's, it's funny. Okay. So the couple had a rule. So I'm, this is, I'm assuming this is at a wedding reception. The couple had a rule where you had to donate cash to get them to kiss. So this is pretty common. You'll see a little jar or whatever at the, you know, front, um, on the head table or on the little podium or whatever. Um, 
and the more money meant a more elaborate kiss. So things started to get silly with guests making special requests and eventually someone donated 80 bucks for the awkward best man to kiss the person of his choosing. As he crossed the room, I realized that Kissy was none other than yours truly. Oh no. He, he planted a completely unwanted kiss right on my lips with a couple hundred people watching and later that night asked me for a date. Uh. I was a- <laughs> to boot. So he was like, this is how I'm going to woo you. Yeah. Oh God. I was in a relationship. So I declined. He later sent a Facebook friend request. I declined that too. (laughs) Now I wish I had been more vocal about not wanting that kiss, but I was much younger when it happened. Most memorable wedding I've worked. So I really feel for this person because when she says I was much younger when it happened, I should have been more vocal. Mm. I feel like I can think about like hundreds of moments in my life where it's like, man, if I could go back to that moment and stand in my power and not allow that to happen. Like Mm. it's a funny story, but it also just shows you how much shit females kind of put up with because they definitely, you're kind of, you don't want to be the shit. You don't want to stir things up. And and that's kind of, and you don't want to be like the the damp towel on the party where it's like, you know, everyone's having a good time, but that's not cool to kiss somebody you don't know. And it's, it's unwanted. Like, yeah. And and as a vendor, that's especially awkward Mm -hmm. because like you're being paid to be there again. Yeah. Um, so even though you may have this little voice inside going, punch his, punch his face off, punch his dick off punches everything um you probably aren't gonna do that also so that, anyways also that being said you're coming at me with that you're one of the groomsmen hold on oh yeah <laughs> hold on to your tidy whities because i am gonna take you for a ride that you're not ready for because i will hold that kiss awkwardly long oh, no. <laughs> because i'm okay with it and yep i'm i, I would totally do that if if some guy thought it was funny to like come give me a kiss. <laughs> I wonder if my like old martial arts reflexes would kick in. I used to be a martial arts instructor for those of you who don't know oh, me. And I, I just start that. For those of you who don't know me, that's like one of my least favorite sayings of all time. That's how everyone starts their <laughs> wedding speeches. But if oh. you don't know me in person, I used to be a martial arts instructor of Taekwondo. And so like you have kind of these reflexes for certain things. And I wonder if one would kick in and I would just like kind of like throw him, throw him down or give him mm-hmm. a little boo-boo or something, but who knows? Oh, o- Only the situation would tell. Don't yeah, try to kiss me true. at a wedding, guys. Don't try. <laughs> like I, yeah. Whereas I'm the opposite. I will make out with you if you're a dude, because you're, you're, you're going to bring the heat. Let's go. He'll show you. He'll yeah, show I, you. I will how. show you that you probably shouldn't do this because you're going to think it's like awkward. Joke's on you. Yeah. I'm, I'm fine with it. It's... Shit's about to get real weird. <laughs> Shit's going to get very weird for you. <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm oh, good with that. Amazing. Uh, yeah, I think that's, uh, I think we, do, do you, do you have another story today? Um, let me just check. Um, I have a personal one I can share. I don't know where we're at for time. We, yeah, we still got time. If you got a personal one. Um, I'm delving into some personal stories because I, I feel like I have so many girders and anytime we share personal stories, it's cause we know it's not going to 
be demeaning to anyone involved just so you know and I think uh, my clients would laugh about this too but this is one of those stories that like it doesn't sound super awful but if you can if you are a wedding photographer and can picture yourself in this situation it is horrifying (laughs) and that I learned so many lessons Uh, So this was my first big season of shooting. This was back in 2010. So I just like started my little business in 2009. So it was just like little baby photographer in my twenties. I was, you know, my assistants were all probably unpaid. They were just doing it for experience. So that's where I was at. Um, So I had this wedding and it was on the same uh, weekend. I believe it was on a Sunday it must have been because it was on at the same time as the pride parade. Mm-hmm. So it was one of those wedding days where it was structured. So we did most of the portraits beforehand um, in the city. So they were getting ready at a hotel uh, downtown. And then um, we were doing some portraits downtown. And then we were heading to um, out of town to the venue, which was a bit of a drive, um, probably a 35 to 40 minute drive. Okay. So I had parked at said venue downtown and so did my, um, second shooter. Okay. So we're driving around downtown doing the portraits. My second shooter jumped in my car instead of being in her car just to kind of save time. Mm -hmm. So now we're done shooting portraits. The, the wedding party all has, they're jumping in the limo and they get to just go straight to their venue. And we're, we're on the clock. It's like, okay, we've got, you know, we've got 45 minutes to kind of get there or whatever. And, um, And then the ceremony is going to start. So now instead of just driving to the venue, I now have to take my second shooter back to her car, which is at a hotel right downtown. Um, The problem is the pride parade has started. Oh boy. So the traffic that I encountered just getting her back to her car and then trying to get back out of downtown to get out of town was Mm -hmm. insane. And it probably put me back about a half an hour. So now I'm looking at the clock and I'm going to say, I'm just, I'm trying to remember it was so long ago, but I'm going to say that the ceremony was supposed to be at like four o'clock or something. So I'm looking at my clock and I'm like, it's three 40. Like the ceremony starts in, in 20 minutes and I am still 35 minutes away by the time I got out of this traffic jam, but I haven't heard from anybody. No one's texted me. So I'm like, okay, they must know I'm good. And so I'm driving, driving out of town, trying not to think about it, but I keep trying to phone. Um, cause I have, I always get the couple's phone numbers and everything. Mm. Um, so I keep trying to phone people and no one's answering their phones. And I'm like, weird. So as I'm getting closer and closer now, it's like, it's like five minutes to the start of the ceremony. And I'm like, no one cares that I'm not there. Like, this is just very strange. And I can't get a hold of my second shooter because bum, 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 she didn't have a cell phone. So I don't know where she is. So I get to what I think is the venue. Now I'm going to say the names of these places because I feel like it will add to the story. And Mm -hmm. again, it doesn't demean anyone. So just remember, I'm a baby photographer. So I don't know about all the different venues and stuff yet. So They were getting married at Pine Ridge. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I go and I drive to Pine Ridge hollow, which is a beautiful venue. Um, that's kind of attached to birds Hill park. So I've drove through the only way I knew how to get to, uh, 
to Pine Ridge Hollow was to drive through Birds Hill Park, mm-hmm. park and go through that little back way. So I did. So I get there and I'm like, oh. hey, it's four o'clock. And I'm walking around. There's not a fucking soul. There's not one person anywhere. Yeah. And I was like, I, I have never shot at this venue before. So I'm like, is this where the wedding's supposed to be? So I walk around the whole thing. And I'm like, okay, it looks like there's other ceremony spots, but there's no one here. Mm-hmm. And I even like went in there and there was no one even in the, I was like, is there a wedding here today? Like what's going on? No one there. So I get back to my car and I phone my husband and I think he was working that day. This was before we had kids. I think he had gone into work um, on a Sunday. He was still like doing his, like getting his degree or I don't know, doing his articling or something. But anyways, so I phone him and I was like, I don't, under- I don't understand. Like the ceremony was supposed to start five minutes ago. Um, no one's phoned me. I can't get a hold of anyone. And I'm sitting here at Pine Ridge Hollow. What do I do? I don't know what to do. I was just kind of at a loss. And he's like, are you sure that it was Pine Ridge Hollow and not Pine Ridge Golf Course? Oh boy. Yeah. And I was like, I didn't know there was a Pine Ridge Golf Course. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, you're in luck. It's right down the street. But <laughs> if you've ever parked, if you've ever parked at the backside of Pine Ridge, uh-huh. you know that there's a little yellow gate that blocks you from going out. So I have to now drive all the way back through Birds Hill Park, mm-hmm. okay, which is a bit of a trek yep. to get back on the dirt roads to get around to a place that's like two seconds away. I drove through, okay, and now keep in mind the speed limit in the park is 60. Mm-hmm. I was going 130 kilometers an hour. Uh-huh. Cause I was like, it is at this point now, it's eight minutes after four or something. So I'm, going as fast as I can through the park. Like I am sweating. I'm just freaking out now at this point. Cause I'm like, they don't know I'm not there. Like <laughs> they're, yeah. they're not phoning me. Like what's happening. Yeah. So I find this place and I pull in. And so now it's like, I think by the time I got there, it was like 12 minutes after or something. So I got there fairly quickly. So it's 12 minutes after, and I can see some people in suits getting out of cars. I've never been to this venue before. I don't know where the ceremony is, but I can see like on the grass, there's a couple girls in cocktail dresses walking down a path. So I'm like, that's where I got to go. So Mm -hmm. I screeched into that parking lot, slammed the door. I got my gear out of my trunk. I took my shoes off and I sprinted as fast as I could when I got, and I had, you know, when you make your hands like, because you want to be more streamlined. So yeah. you make them like straight. Like I did that. I was like, I yeah. need to go faster. <laughs> so these girls in cocktail dresses, I actually whipped past them. I was like, and as I whipped past them, I was like, is the ceremony over there? They're like, yeah. And so I get there and I get to the top. So if you have ever been to Pine Ridge Golf Course, it's the most beautiful outdoor ceremony mm-hmm. site, but you have to go down some steps to sort oh, yeah, like yeah, okay. it's all these like beautiful trees yeah. and there's a little opening and then there's like a stone pathway going down to the ceremony so I can hear the music I get to the top of the steps and I'm like I hear like there's a whole bunch of people sitting there the bride is at the end of the aisle with her parents I missed the whole procession oh, so I can hear someone turn around and kind of gasp and go like Melissa like they just noticed that I'm just getting there and so yeah. I'm like putting on my shoes And I just start shooting and I'm just like, my heart is like jumping out of my chest. And so I'm just, I'm doing my job. I I get everything done. And then we get to the end of the ceremony, like after everything's done and, you know, I go up to the couple. I'm like, I am so sorry, you guys. I thought this was supposed to be at Pine Ridge Hollow. Like I made a big mistake. I didn't know there was two with the same name. Mm -hmm. And they were like, we are so sorry. 
we thought you were here. We asked if the photographer was here. And I guess because some uncle was standing there with a camera, the camera yeah. someone went like, yeah, the photographer's there. And so they started because they would have waited for me. Yeah, obviously, because... <laughs> And they so I was like, photos. do you want to just do a quick reshoot of you walking down the aisle with your parents? And they're like, no, 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 that's fine. Like we don't, that's not a super important, we don't care about oh. that or whatever. And I was like, so they weren't upset. It was fine. But like those moments of not knowing where the wedding was and like not knowing where anyone was. And it's mm. so funny. Cause like the icing on the cake was my poor second shooter. So like an hour later, she, I, I someone from Pine Ridge, uh, golf course, comes and finds me and was like, there's someone on the phone for you. Oh no. <laughs> so she had to, she's like, I don't know where you are. I had to find a pay phone or whatever. And I was like, don't <laughs> even bother. I was so mad. I was like, don't even bother coming. Like, I don't need you right now. I was so yeah. mad. I was like, oh, I was man. mad in my head. I was like, I'm so mad at you because I had to take you back to her car. It wasn't her fault, but still no. I, I, in the moment I was like, I'm just pissed. Yeah. Um, but the day ended up being awesome. It ended up being a really, like a really fun wedding, really fun group. But like, man, that was my big lesson. Like number one, um, make sure that your second shooter, um, has a cell phone and mm -hmm. two double, triple check the friggin' itinerary and yep. the addresses, um, so that you know where you're going and like, oh man. Yeah. yeah that was, I've that was a high stress, uh, hour for sure. I, I've done that as well. Thankfully, <clears throat> I believe I was only second shooting and same kind of thing, except reversal. I went to, um, the golf course instead yeah. of being at instead Pine Ridge of hollow. And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, but it's set. And then I actually, thankfully, I mean, I have a cell phone yeah. and I went back through the thing and I'm like, Oh shit. So yeah, I was doing the same kind of thing, except thankfully I'm on the south side, which I can just go beep, boop, beep, boop. And I'm at Pine Ridge hollow rather than being in the park and having to go around the park and back up. Oh but, no. And that was only second shooting. So if I had been super, yeah. super late, I mean, whatever the photographer may have been pissed or whatever. That being said, I generally work with pretty chill people that are like, yeah, yeah, don't worry. Cause we got it. Just keep doing your thing. But yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. the same as you. I triple, quadruple, and then I check, and then I even have like I even print off physical copies of the 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 itinerary that day, so I can like look at it because I'm <laughs> yeah. much more of a person. I need things in my hands. I need something. Tangible. Oh, I used to like before the day, this was before the days of like Google maps and stuff. You're just using a GPS, right? Like mm -hmm. in your car, I used to print out, um, the map quest directions, like from each yep. thing so that I can just read it in my car just in case something went wrong with the GPS. Yep. Uh, cause I was so scared of what, so I, like, I thought I was so prepared, but new photographers, let this be a lesson to you. Yep. Quadruple, <laughs> double, double check everything, double check everything. dates, double check all the things, man. Like I, oh, anyways. Yeah. So that was my, uh, my fun day. <laughs> well, I think that, uh, that brings us to the end of, of, of yeah. another episode. So, you know, like always we've mentioned it before. Um, if you, if you've got any kind of stories, stories about like what happened to Mel, if, if you've showed up at the wrong venue or even missed something very important, like, I don't know, the whole reception or not reception ceremony. Or, Hey, did you miss the, the whole wedding? Did you wake up and think it was a different day? 
Or, yeah, I mean, that's... I mean, I've heard of that happening. mm -hmm. I've definitely had some starts in the morning being like, oh, shit, I got to get... Oh, no. It's only (laughs) Thursday. I don't have to be anywhere. Um, Yeah. But hit us up. Uh, All the socials, uh, filters removed on Instagram or Facebook. Or email email us at filtersremoved at gmail.com. You know what to do. You know How many do. times do we have to tell you? We're, we're just going to keep, do. We're just going to keep reminding you because How many times I mean, we're going to say we've said it before and we're going to say it again. If you have a middle name, I'd be saying that right now. Oh, I hate my you- name. We're not even <laughs> Melissa get- Christine. <laughs> we're not even You know get- what that sounds like. We're not even going to get started <laughs> on my middle name. Um and I mean, what what helps us a lot is if you on any of your streaming platforms, if you rate us, um, you know, give us a review that helps a lot to, to help the podcast um, grow and get seen by more people. So that helps us a lot. And also yeah. share, share, sharing is caring, right? Sharing is caring. 